You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media West of Scotland Football Show. I'm Scotland Pike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. We're back after a wee week's break, we took a wee week's break last week just due to, due to some kind of issues off the off the field, but there's a, obviously a lot to get through in this week's show. To, if you want to see what we did last week, we did a Junior Cup review on the website and a West of Scotland Roundup that was also on the WordPress website, so I'll put a wee link to that in the description if you haven't checked that out already. But we're back to doing the podcast, and it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by former Ashfield manager. Thanks for coming on, Paul Maxwell. Paul, it's a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. No, you're welcome. Good to be here, Scott. It's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to this. Obviously, yeah, you've been out of the man- management since uh, since the summer. How's it been? How are you finding it? Is it weird, obviously, but just watching, like reviewing a, a weekend of football without having like a total investment in a fair manager's point of view? I think, well, this is my first time, my first break away from football together. If, you, yeah. if, if I'm being realistic, probably since I was four years old because, you know, that's when I started kicking a ball. and um, Yeah, so the, 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 it's been a, an interesting time. I think the pandemic when everybody stopped. Yeah. You know, I was in the same boat, you know, as as, as everybody else, but seeing, seeing games every weekend and, you know, still kind of overseeing some of the actual stuff. Um. I, yeah, I'm. I'm missing it big time. But listen, it's. Um. You know how how important it is. We 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 spending some time with with family, and I'm, I'm taking advantage of that. So, that's absolutely life to deal that. We'll get into talking about some league action. Obviously, it's been a busy weekend. We did also have some cup action as well. We'll maybe get into that later on because there's a full kind of cup list coming out this weekend as well. So we'll maybe get into that maybe later on in the show. But we'll start in the Premier Division. I'll just run through the results. Auchinleck 3, Glenafton 1, Petershill 1, Darville 2, B 2, Clydebank 0, Hurlford 0, Cambus Lang 1, Pollock 0, Irvine Meadow 2, Kirkintal at Rob Roy 0, Affley 2 and Lags 1, Troon 0. We'll start at Beechwood, I'll get your thoughts on this. Auchinleck came from behind to beat Glenafton 3-1, continued a decent run obviously. The, the win last week against Darville in the Cup I think it's just put a, built, built a massive bit of confidence on them. They went 1-0 down though, Shaw Kerr scored an early goal for Glenafton but Auchinleck in the second half, they brought it back. A massive 3-1 result. Keir Samson, a lovely goal from Mick Wardrobe, if you've seen that. And obviously Shankers put a, scored late on to make it 3-1 and a big result for Auchinleck. Paul, we spoke about Auchinleck a few weeks ago that maybe have they got to a stage where the kind of squad is maybe needing a wee bit of a refresh and are they able to compete with the top teams in this league? But I think we've seen in the last two weeks that the Auchinleck do what Auchinleck do. They dig it out, they get results and when you least expect them to, they dig it out and they're now in a, a really much better position than they were just a few weeks ago. Yeah, and I think probably the Scottish Cup one, um, three, four weeks ago, Scottish, mm-hmm. uh, Scottish Junior Cup one, uh, three, four weeks ago in, in, in penalties against Bonus, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Bonus United, yeah. I think that's been a wee bit of, um, uh, you know, turning a corner for them. Um, but I think you and I have been in the, the game long enough to... to, to to be very naive to write to Albert Arf at this stage and uh, no, it's been a I, I, I kind of thought they would win the game 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew it would be a tough game for them. And that's massive, by the way. Beating Gun Afton at home is a massive result for them because it just carries the momentum of court. Yeah. Obviously, we're walking late. We know what they do. And we know if they get a wee run going, they could be right back up there as well. They're only, I mean, it's crazy how much how this league is, but they're only five points with Arrow. And it's this wee thing all you need is two wins and you can be right back up there. And we'll talk about another couple of teams who are in a really good run as well who have climbed up the table. That Sokin Lake team are, are filled with guys who know how to win at this level. And yep. they do it week in and week out. But I think as well, as you say, going 1-0 down in the league where, I mean, maybe a, a defeat with maybe a, a knock that confidence back, but they, they dug it out. They got the they got the goals. I think a massive goal for Mac Wardrobe, if you've seen that, a brilliant finish. Getting these guys, getting these guys some goals as well. Keir Sampson, how many times does he do it? Shankers as well. Great to see him in the score sheet. Auchinleck, very positive. I now worry about Glen Afton, and I'll explain why, because they are now in a five-match winless run in the league. There's a lot of, obviously, Ryan Stevenson is now on the playing side. He's now he's still, obviously, the manager, but he's now in the last couple of games put his, put his boots back on. And we know about Ryan Stevenson when he's when he was on his day, brilliant player. But what does that say about Glen Afton now when the manager's now feeling he needs to go on and put the boots on? Yeah, and I've done that a couple of times. Trust me, and and it's it's no. Sometimes it, it works for you, but you still go home and you kind of reflect and say, if, if you know you're, you're thirty odd years of age, retired, and you're having to put the boots on to maybe pull the club, out, pull the team at home, and then there's something wrong there. And I think I think Ryan's got bags of quality and, and bags of experience, and um, he he can get away with that. Um, but I watched one after in the first league game against Arfley. Um, I don't think Arfley done herself justice that, that justice that day, but. I thought I thought going after them were a strong side, you know, they got a big petty at the back and um they, they were kind of strong in the wing areas for energy and for me Big Shug Kerr was a standout and it's no surprise that he's he's probably the main man now. And it's a worry, I think he didn't play the Pollock game with injury and Pollock beat them and, yeah. and I think that's that's the worry if you've not got that vocal point up there then the 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 they will struggle and I think that's why Ryan's been kind of putting his boots back on. Um, but listen, I, I, I tipped Glen Afton actually to do well to start of the season. Um, I, I think they'll come good. I think there's a bit of experience here, and I think Ryan's got a lot of contacts as well. If he needs to bring in a bit of fresh blood, yeah, I think I I, I worry about them in the, the landscape. That obviously then there'll be a bit of winless run, and when you've got the likes of Arthurley and are kind of picking off as well after they've won the last three, Camber's lying a massive win. We'll touch on in a couple of minutes, but. Yep. You don't want to get you don't want to get in a rock too, too often because you're you're in there. I mean, Cameron's lagging only two behind. The level with Atherley, a point kind of lags are there as well. You want to be picking up results, and I think I think tomorrow night's massive as well. We'll touch on that. Like tomorrow night's a massive game for them because they host Hurlford as well. Just a win in the board, I think, would be massive for going after them. But a team who did have to dig deep, Darvo, they they obviously kept our unbeaten run going in the league. A 2-1 victory away to Peter Hill. Peter Hill took the lead early, but uh, John Kilpatrick and an Ian McShane free kick gave Darvo the three points. I listened to Mick's interview before we came on here, and I don't think he, I, I don't think it was the best performance, but at the end of the day, no every game is going to be a, a 4-5-0. You need to go to places like Peter Hill where it's it's no easy, and you need to dig deep, and Darvo did it as well, to be fair to him. Right, and PZ are fighting for a life right now, um, yeah. just because of a tough few weeks. You, you mentioned Wally obviously leaving, and then um, Big Eames went in there to kind of steady the ship in there. And I remember I, I, I mentioned this in another show that um, talking to Big Terry Hugh, I, I think it was a couple of days after Wally left, that 
Big Ian Curry will go in there and they'll just make them organise, you know, and, and they'll make yeah. them hard to beat. And and that's what probably Davo kind of have came up against. And from what I'm hearing, and I think I seen I seen one of the goals. It was two outstanding goals that Davo yeah, had to score, you know. So, but that that's the sign of quality they've got. You know what I mean? And Mick will be buzzing with that, you know, because if they've not performed well, not coming away with two one away for because Peter's Hill's always a hard place to go. Then he'll be happy then, with that. Aye, and it's that thing as well, as you say, like yeah. Because I think a lot of people would have in, would have Darvel winning that game comfortably, but it doesn't always work like that. You know that yourself. It's Peter's Hill, as you say, they'll be a lot more organised now. They'll be yep. when you when you play. I mean, we see it in the kind of high level, like Livingston, for example. Livingston go to Ibrox, Celtic Park. They're very well organised. They're very hard to break down. And teams like Darvel will struggle with that. But it's getting the jobs done. It's sometimes you need a bit of quality, and again, they've got the players to do it. You have Ian McShane. Massive, massive asset in that regard to score there. Big result for Darvo, obviously, puts them two points clear at the top of the league. A team that are now joint second, RB, a massive 2 0 home victory over Clyde Bank. The B's are actually, they've kind of went under the radar, I feel, because they've they've been really, really impressive at the start of the season with some big results against like support. I think they beat Pollock away and things like that. 2 yep. 0 at home to Clyde Bank. Clyde Bank. Again, probably they struggled at the start of the season. They went on a really good run, and then the last couple of weeks have kind of went went down a wee bit again. But Josh Fowler, I don't know if you've seen the goal, Carlo Monte. One of the it's one of the best passes you'll see all weekend. The second goal, Carlo Monte plays into Josh Fowler, who's a really underrated player as well at this level, and makes it two now to Bees. Pro Fry's got the first one, and Bees. I mean, it's they've kind of not been spoke about in the kind of same terms as the likes of Darvo and kind of come so far this season. But Strainy's done a really good job in there so far. Right, and that doesn't surprise me. I've been actually chatting to Strainy a lot over the past few weeks, just mm-hmm. you know how he's getting on, mm-hmm. and um, it, it doesn't surprise me that they're, they're now starting to gel in with, with some with some results and big results and performances. Um, and it's probably got a wee bit of transition with him taking the, the job. Um, but you mentioned there, I think uh, the Carlo Monte that's been a massive boost for them, signing him because that, you have that quality. I've seen the goal; the goal was different class, yeah. not just the pass, but the finish with Josh. That's really good. I think what you see with Josh as well is his work rate is is incredible, um, and and I, I think that, that kind of breeds confidence in the rest of the squad. And you've got willing strikers and wide men and front men that are just going to be workhorses. And then you've got the quality side of Carlo, right? Carlo does what he wants in a football um, park, um, yeah. and that goal is evident. Brown Brown result for Bees. What do you think of Clyde Bank? Obviously, they're, they're still they're still in a really good position in the league. They're only four points behind Darvo in the league, and it's I think it's. Un, unfair to write anybody off in this league so far but Clydebank they, they had a really really good run the past few weeks but now it's kind of two defeats in a row in the league and it's Gordon won't, Gordon will want to get a result as quickly as possible just to get just to get them back, back to winning ways because when you're on that run and then you have a couple of bumps it's difficult to get out of it Yeah and I think they were, they were I, didn't, I heard these were deserved winners on Saturday mm-hmm. but at the same time uh Jamie D, Jamie Darrock scored a, a perfectly good goal in my opinion for what I've seen Aye. I, I don't know, I've only seen a clip of it it looks like a good header, there might have been a full in between, I'm not too sure and, and I think the Moff was a wee bit of grief for that but end of the day it's just cutthroat at, this, at, at, at that level and he'll be disappointed you know, two two losses in a row and can sometimes put you in a wee doldrum um, and, and a change in him but I don't think it'll be the case with Moff and his backroom staff. They'll, they'll, they'll try and get back to winning ways as quickly as possible. I think they're in the, cup, the next couple of weeks, so that might help. 
yeah, I think that'll maybe be a wee blessing as well. Camber's lying a massive one 0 victory away to Hurlford as well. Grant Brennan with a goal. When you're when obviously Camber's lying, we we spoke about it a lot in the past few weeks. It's when you lose players like Scott Williamson and John Gamble, it's really hard to replace those goals that they were scoring for fun last season. But when you're in this top this top division, you need to go to, you go to places like Hurlford. Any results a brilliant result and. What a massive three points that is for Camber's line. Hurlford are a wee bit unpredictable, isn't it? Um, because, you know, they've still got top quality experienced players there. Um, I think I mentioned them a, a couple of weeks ago in Big Robo, um, Taz um, and McKenzie. And these, they've still got that quality there. They've still got a very good manager. And, as I said, a bit itchy peachy. So Camber's line would have probably looked at that and said, listen, they're up and down. Maybe this is a doon day. And, we, we get a goal, we defend for our lives and we, and I think that's, I've not seen the game, I've not heard about the game but I'm going to anticipate that's what's probably happened. That's a massive three points um, yeah. and, and good on them because it may hopefully maybe get someone to rerun. Yeah, absolutely. Next game we'll talk about Pollock now, Arvin Meadow too. Arvin Meadow since George has been in, he's, he's got them going three wins in a row in the league now. They're now sitting to uh, 13 points for seven games. Uh, Callum Graham with the first goal and then Probably predictable. Brian Wharton went to his old side, went to Newlands Field and scored against his old side. Arvin Meadow, I think George has done a really. He's been in there and I think he's he's got a side who are maybe underperforming and he's just he's brought in a couple of players just to kind of steady steady things up. He's brought in Louis Kerr, Sam McCoy went back as well. Oh yeah. Just to get just and has turned it round in the space of a few weeks and now from what looked a really bad position maybe four or five weeks ago, they're now sitting really well. Aye, it's probably that freshness in it. When a new manager comes in, you, you want to get off to a good start and to impress, and um, that's certainly been the case. But it doesn't surprise me at the same time. I've, I think highly of George. Um, I think he's a motivator, mm-hmm. and it, and that's what he's probably getting for. Oh, well, not just him having his background stuff, because I know George is going through a bit of surgery now, so it was his yeah. assistant that took her, and that's that's probably the result of the day for me in that league. Um. You know, that's not to take anything away from other medal or no capable of doing that. But I think they had a game plan is, you know, allow Paul to ball and just maybe hit them on the break when you've got legs at Big Cow up top and um, there are other players that they've got and they're more than capable of doing a bit of damage. And that's so, that was, that was very much a case. Yeah, big three points. I'd one though because it's two ex lock players right enough. Aye, it will be, it will be. But I don't think, like, obviously, we'll touch on maybe later on, but Murdo will be wanting to, to go to Cumberland on Wednesday night and want to pick up a big three points. That's a massive game at the top, top of the table. There's only a point between them. That could be that could be probably the game of the night. I think, I think I might go to that. I'm finished work at eight, but I might go and catch the, the last hour of that. But that could be very interesting. Next result, Atherley did the double in Rob Roy. They beat them, obviously, last week in the, the Junior Cup. They then beat them in the League 2-0. Gary Carroll and Dale Simeon, again, last season, I don't know how many times I was writing that they were scoring goals every game. And we all we spoke about Arthur Lane. I said that's when Craig was on as well. Like When you're going for that step up, when you're dominating the league like they did last season and being unbeaten, it's that step up. Do they do it, do they do it well enough? And it's a massive, it's been a massive couple of weeks because they're now three, three wins in a row and they're, getting, they're, they're beginning to have some good form. Aye, and as, as I said earlier, I went and watched going after Nathalie in the first league game and I was talking to, well, just texting Palmer after it and I, I said, I think he's done yourselves injustice uh, because it looked like the last 20 minutes of that game, that's when they started to play and it was almost yeah. too, too little too late and they've got bags of talent there, really, and you've just mentioned Tauro and Caro and Simeon. Um, 
and uh, I know they, they, they beat Rob Roy, I think, was it two or three in all last week? Mm-hmm. Again, you know, Maxie's done, you know, probably punched above his weight and went above and beyond it with Rob Roy this season and done fantastic. But at the same time, it's, it doesn't really surprise me that Arthur went and won again because they're on a bit of form, as you said, Scott. And it's that unpredictable with this league as well. Like Rob Roy, we've, I mean, they've been probably the story of the season so far with how well they've done. Yep. They're still sitting fourth. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not like it's... it's, it's this uh, Ma- Ma- Maxie won't be too disheartened with nah, that. He, he'll, be disapp- be. he'll be disappointed, but he'll look back and he'll reflect and he'll be like, listen, we've, we've had a, a right good start here considering two bad results. Um, You know, out of the cup and obviously getting beaten the league with the same team. That he'll just, he'll just, you know, they'll refocus on the next game. Yeah, absolutely. Final result in the Premier Division. A last-minute goal from a goal that gave Largs a massive three points and a 1-0 win at home to Troon. Largs are probably a team similar to Canberra's Lang. Replacing the goals has been difficult, but again, just when you... It doesn't matter how you win, just getting the points. And it doesn't matter how late in the game, the three points is all that matters, and that'll be, that'll be what Stuart will be saying. And for me, it's probably the just after the Meda result, probably the other result for me that was really massive because I think Trimmer gone a good bit of run there and mm-hmm. um, looked really strong this season and uh, to keep a clean sheet against them and, and, and win 1-0 in the last minute, that couldn't, that's a sweetener for them. Good yeah, result absolutely. for, absolutely. for absolutely. Massive result for Lags as well. We'll move into the first division, the league that Every week, I think we talk about new league leaders. We have another. I, I mean, I want to, if somebody can write in the comments just how many times I've said we have new league leaders in the first division, I'll be, I would quite like to know because it feels like it changes every week. The new league leaders are Gart Cairn, a massive 8-0 home victory over Rossville. Gart Cairn, obviously, they've been really impressive the past few weeks. They've won the last four. Ben Harwood with four goals as well. Rossville are really struggling. We'll maybe get into that in a second, but Gart Cairn, They've been really good, solid so far this season. Aye, they'll they'll be right up there. They'll be really strong, and I think they it wouldn't surprise me if they're in the top three or top two. Um, I, I fancy them. Um, I know they drummed to a heavy one and um on Saturday, but they they'll be up there. Um, and uh, it's a, it's a shame seeing we we you know Kevin's went in there at Rossville and really I feel so bad for it. I feel yeah, so sorry for him. You know, and he's got a real tough job. He took, he's took obviously a couple of ex-Ashfield players there who I think have added a bit of quality there, but that's a sore one for them. Yeah. You know, probably expected to get beat, let's be honest, because of the golfing now between both. Mm-hmm. But in that manner, that's a, that's a hard one to, to pick up from. So he's got a tough job this week to try and pick his, pick his players up. Yeah, absolutely. Game. Absolutely. Massive result for Dark Cairn, though, again, yep. for Ben Harwood getting four goals. It just, again, it just shows you, just... They're, they're on a good run and they're sitting top of the league and that's what this league is all about. It's you can get four four wins in a row, you're you're likely going to be sitting in the top two or three. So massive credit yep. to Gart Cairn. Next result I want to talk about. This was a surprise. Maybe not necessarily like St. Cardiff's going to Ro- St. Rocks and winning, but five now away from home. St. Rocks have been really impressed with the way they've started as well. We know the the quality St. Cardiff's have. Muir by a double. Ma- that's a massive three points for St. Caddox as well. Just going there and being dominant like that, it'll put them in good stead. And again, they've only lost one game and they're, they're two, they've got two points to make up and the likes of Kinnickle, Burnley and Blantyre kind of sitting above them, but yep. they're in a really, really strong position. As I said, they'll, they'll be up there um, but, but by, um, I think Dr. John, John Doyle sorry, has done a fantastic job since he went in there last season and uh, I think he's just added to that as well with mm-hmm. a couple of key players but 
Davey will be disappointed with the not only result but the scoreline and I think just seeing some of the Twitter shout outs it was through a lot of mistakes. Um maybe self inflicted there so which is uncharacteristic for the quality of player that he's got there. So yeah. Once it's park it, move on. I, I think it's one of those that you just put in the back burner and forget about because it's no I I really was surprised when I saw that. Not because as we say, like Cardiff's going there and winning. I think that's league anybody can beat anybody, but it's yeah. 5-0 and how organised St Rocks have been and Davey, I've spoke to Davey a couple of times in the past couple of weeks, He's one thing he's been big on is how organised they are yep. and that's just, a, it's, a, it's a strange one that I didn't see coming, but Blantyre they now sit uh, a point behind Coburnley in second, massive 5-2 back at home at Drum Chapel, obviously in Drum Chapel's four match one and one in the league they've been on a really good run, Drum Chapel as of late, obviously getting through to the third round of the Scottish Cup, but That'll be a sore one for the for Drum Chapel and Blantyre as well. They've kind of been under the radar also. Like we thought at the start of the season they'd be a lot better than they showed in the Premier last last season, but that they've they've actually done quite well when you actually look at their run. I think Blantyre were actually maybe Ichi Peach as well up to that lead up to that game. I think they did lose to Coburnley the week and before. And they lost the last three games. Last three games and the drum were, I think um they get beat off at least in the cup right enough. But Aye, prior right, yeah. pr- but prior to that they were on a you know ten I think ten games unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Maybe a wee cup hangover they've got. Um but anybody that knows what Gabby's done at Blanta, that's a tough place to go and um uh, it, again it's not like a Wow, that's just a shock result or anything. But, but again, it's a scoreline in it. It's a five-two scoreline against a, 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 a quality a quality side that, that the drum have got. So, Gabby will be happy with that. Hope he won't be, of course. And uh, yeah, as you said, it's just cutthroat now the, with, with with that league. So it's just this league. Anybody can beat anybody, and it's uh, the next one. The next result we'll touch on as well. A team that have really picked up in the past few weeks. Born in three-two-one over Quartlets. I mean, yeah. yeah. From a, a couple of weeks ago, I think Bonnet were sitting in level with Rossfield. They're now six points clear of Whitlitz and they've, they've had three wins in the last five games. I mean, the, Ross, I, I I felt a lot for Ross getting in there because I think with Bonnet and it's because they've came from the south, you don't know what level they're at in this, this kind of West setup. but getting results like that, it's massive for a team like that. Big time. And Ross, I'm pleased for Ross because um, he's, he's uh, somebody I know I don't know reasonably well, but I know quite well the last couple of seasons when he mm-hmm. was been at Mary Hall and um he, he he was you know he's he's got good pedigree um and good good a good coach in terms of what he can what he can bring to the table at Bonneton and that's a great result especially because Whitlitz as we mentioned had had beat the drum the week before so you expecting a tough game and it was it was a tough game but he grinded out three two fantastic for him. Massive result. Next result, Thornywood beating Coburnley. Obviously, Coburnley now no longer at the top of the league. A massive three points for Thornywood as well. Thornywood, four wins out of the last five games in the league. And they're sitting in a really good place. Ali Small got another goal. Many times have we said that Ali Small can score. He scores penalties. He scores all types of goals. But he's a massive player for a, a team like yeah. Thornywood. Uh, McClare and Campbell with other goals for Thornywood. Big three points for them again. Is you, When you beat the league leaders... And knock them off top spot. It's it's something to get your confidence going. Yeah, as much as Tommy will be, you know, gutted that he's no built on for the Vicks result. Um, going to Thornwood, and I know this too well that we played Thornwood a couple of times last season, and it doesn't surprise me that Nizzy and Olsey are in there. have got a good squad, but it did, it did surprise me a wee bit of how good they were last season. Yeah. And uh, I was mega, I was mega impressed. Um, 
you mentioned about the big striker small. They've done they've done brilliant to keep that lad and yeah. uh, they've built on it. Um it's a great result, but no surprise. Um I think Fornerwood <coughs> are a very, very strong team. Yeah, and they've built that they've built that he's built a squad there, and as he's built a squad there the last two or three seasons and um there've been a few mainstays there. So Yeah, they're rock solid as well and they're a really good side. Shots are another team though that are picking up as well. A big uh, third game and third one in a row. I won that one away to Johnson Borra, Craig Crawford with a goal. Shots have went under the radar a wee bit as well because like it was difficult to say where they were maybe last this time kinda looking a couple of weeks ago, but that the three wins in a row and now they're sitting in a good position in the league. Aye, my ex teammate with Ali Martin, he's sitting strolling in the middle of the park and I think he's two year two year older than me and put me to shame. Um and uh, yeah, big John will be I'll be he'll be buzzing with a result earlier because that's yeah. not an easy place to go, especially in the recent seasons. Again, I've played against Johnson and Borough a few times this uh, the past three, four seasons and Jamie's again built a really, really strong squad all that time and um got a couple of promotions and uh I to go there and get a clean sheet and get a result. Massive. What, what more can you ask for? Yeah, big three points. And it's something to build on as well because they're now on that run. Yep. You say another three points could take them a lot higher up the league. So it's a, a big result for Shots. Rutherglen won, Cumbernauld won. Maybe the, maybe a result I don't think anybody surprised by. I think it was probably a ball reports just looking, reading through kind of Twitter and speaking to a couple of people at the game. Probably a fair result in the end. Yeah, I read the wee spiel that Peter puts in the paper as well. And, um, by all accounts, Tony uh, Cumbernauld Gaffer, he's um, saying it was a, a terrible game. So, <laughs> um, that is what it is. You get a point and then move on. Um, as you said, it's probably something where they were going to take points off each other. So Yeah, and I think it's that thing as well. It's, it's, you're maybe gutted you've not picked up the three points, but you're secretly quite delighted you've not lost them. Exactly. And you've got something out of the game. So it's two strong again, sides. Two, two strong, strong sides, sides and very even sides as well. They've came down, they've obviously came down for the Premier and they're they're all they're both focused and been back up. And I think there's a like when you look at that league, and I know we we joke about this league being really unpredictable and it is, but you've got a you've got seven or eight teams in that league who at the start of the season we thought were much of a muchness in terms of they were really hard to split, and I think it likes a Rutherglen, Cumbernauld, and like kind of likes a Johnson as well. They're all very even. Like if you said who'll finish above who, you would really struggle to rank them just because yep. of how kind of solid they are. So exactly. I think that's the thing with this league as well. And I think it's you'll see some crazy results, but you'll also see some really tight games, and that's the beauty of this league for me this season. Yep, exciting league. Look forward towards the end of the last end of the season to see see how it pans out. Yeah, the only unbeaten team in the second division's run came to an end as Renfrew were beaten 3-2 away to Glasgow Perthshire. I want to give a shout out to Billy Adams because Glasgow Perthshire, I had them, I did not have them doing well this season at all. I thought it was going to be a real tough ass for them to stay in this league, but what a couple of weeks that Billy's had them on and beating the beating the league leaders and ending their unbeaten run in the league, a massive three points there. And David Kirkwood getting another goal as well, scored a hat-trick last week. Yep. It just shows you it's but this there's a lot of teams in this this setup that can get, when they get a run going they can be really really good and there's some phenomenal managers out there and I think Billy's one of them. Yeah, going back to talking about Talbot, it's naive to write them off. Yeah. Um, it's the same with the Shire, weirdly enough, because you know Billy Adams, all we call him old man, right? Um, 
he's he's just been a an a, he's 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 part of the the mantelpiece there now, and um, it's his club, and he would he would drag boys off a street in Poso to get them to play if he had injuries or folk were struggling. I think a big thing you mentioned, Big Kirky. Um, I'm surprised the big the big donut hasn't he put a Facebook post where he's we scoring again because that's all I seen last <laughs> week. But bringing him back in because I don't think he was there at the start of the season for, and I might be wrong in that. But bringing him back in and getting that bit of experience, both forward line and at the back, because he can play both both sides, has been has been huge for them. Um, and uh, it's good to see the big man still again. It's putting me to shame because he's I think he's a year or two older than me, so uh, it's good good to see him still scoring the biggie. Yeah, absolutely. But it obviously meant your old club Ashfield they've cleared, they've clawed the gap back and ran through to a point with a three 0 win over Mary Hill, Black Sheridan and Barb with the goals. Ashfield again, a team that's just went under the radar and kept going and kept going because obviously a really bad defeat in the first game of the season, but they've kicked on massively from that and not not lost a league game since. Yeah, and touch wood for that. Um, and I think people look at it from outside in and see Mary Hill sitting, I think, bottom of the league or sitting bottom of the league and Ashfield, I think, were second or third at the top. That, that should be a, an easy three points. It's far from it. You know, Mary Hill beating the Rock a few weeks ago in the Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was talking to Mark because he stays close to us. Um, you know, that he's he's confident that they'll climb up that table. So and it's a derby as well. It's yeah. the first derby we've had in a couple of seasons or four or five seasons and uh, um I I need to, I need to pass credit to, to the management team at Ashfield and um making um mixed a fantastic job there where it helps his coaching staff be brothers and uh, uh Ian Green that has been fantastic and that that's a I th- I'm pleased it's a it's a great derby win. I'm also pleased with a clean sheet. Um, Chris Calder saved a penalty in I think the last five minutes, and the big man will be chuffed for it. Absolutely, but it's again, it's this the second division is another league as well, but like it's so close, and again, yep. it just shows that it's a a, a a massive swing that means Ashfield are kind of right in the mix, right in the mix. And I don't think I I don't know if you, what you'd have thought at the start of the season, but I think a lot of people thought. Ran through Craig Mark Mabel with probably your three teams that would be really hard to split, and obviously we're seeing that now. The three out of the top four as those three teams, but it shows you if Ashfield like they've they've got a run going and they're right in the mix. Yeah, they'll keep going. There's a lot of games. I think it's like thirty league games you play this season, right? So yeah. they're only a third third the way through, and um, yeah, I don't think there's any talk about. And I'm not involved in the changing rooms and that, but I'm certainly there and um about promotions and winning leagues and that they know who they're up against and you mentioned three teams there um, and I would even look at the likes of Ardair and, and Yoker yeah. and, and the Shire you know that they're, they're going to be really really tough for us and I think we've got them in, coming up in the next few weeks so um, yeah it's just taking as many points as possible and then see where we're at come February March and if, if there's a motivator to go and really do something yeah absolutely a big result for fourth as well a 3-1 win away to Glasgow United Jay Keeney with a double with McQueen with the third goal for fourth. Again, fourth have they've kind of been up kind of up and down. Like you look at their kind of record, five wins, two draws, four defeats, but they're right in amongst the likes of kind of Glasgow Persia, St Anthony's, Mayball. It's it's there's a kind of a bunch gathering in that kind of middle of the park and they're all they're all capable of beating each other. Yeah, again, I know I think Glasgow United beat um had a great result doing it, Craig Mark, if I'm if I'm wrong about week two, week three. You're thinking they'll kick on and do well there. So fourth of nine went there in November and 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 got a fantastic three points. Yeah. And uh, no, they'll be happy with that because we obviously beat fourth um, last week and uh, 
you know, they've, they've, they've came back from that defeat and taken a, a fantastic three points. Hard place to go to Shuttleson. Yeah, absolutely. And be, um, Rab will be obviously desperate to get to get something kind of going quickly because that's, I mean, you just look at the, yeah. the yeah, six yeah. losses in a row. They, it's it's difficult to get out that rock, as we say, and they'll be just looking to get a win in the board no matter how it comes. Yep. Hopefully it's no soon because we play them in like a couple <laughs> weeks. A big result for Ardair again, a team who were kind of sitting kind of quite low down at the a couple of weeks ago and two wins and a draw in the last three games and they're now sitting in 10 points and they're sitting in 11th place. Massive 4-2 result away to Yoker. Four different goal scorers, Stevenson through, Taylor and Miller. I felt a lot for Sean because I was kind of, when I was seeing him, seeing the kind of games on Twitter, I thought, I think a lot of Ardair games, they were they were unlucky not to get something, but they just weren't getting the breaks. In the last two games, they've got victories and they're now, they're now in a far better position than they were a few weeks ago. Yeah, and they lost probably, in my opinion, their best player. Aye, I was going big, to touch on that as well. Yeah, yeah. big centre half to Togo Bunny, big Howie, and yeah. um, you know, Joker, I think of another another side who have been a mainstay for the successful season they had last season. Mm-hmm. So going to Joker and winning four two, that's a, that's a brilliant result. Probably result of the day there, along with the Shire, if I'm I honest. Think as well, yeah, I think um, I, I think when you look at that result for our deal, like. Maybe it's it's those it's kind of a game between those two that it could go either way. But when you're when you're needing that kind of to get that wee run going and just getting, as I say, they're they're a position that league's improved massively in the past two weeks, yep. and you go there, it just sets you in good stead for the the kind of rest of the, the the kind of next few weeks. Just get a run going, and I think Sean, I think Sean will feel a massive kind of sigh of relief that they're finally getting some wins in the board because it's a really difficult run. Big time. I think the boy Stevenson. I think he's been a something that's been a bit yeah. Um, revelation for him this season. Yeah, a lot of goals for outside the box, and that's so, um... Absolutely. And the final result in the second division, Mabel 2, Coalsyth Rangers 2. Coalsyth, obviously, there was a difficult few weeks, kind of a manager leaving as well, Carlo Grassley taking the job as well. But Mabel, they've, they've been in really good form the past few weeks, and to go there and get something out of the game is always massive. Well, that, when Mabel came to us, I think it was the second or third game of the season, I looked at the squad and I went, holy smokes, like I played against most of them in the Premier League and you're like, this is Premier League quality, you know, don't get me wrong, a few of them are, are, are maybe on it a bit age-wise, but um, they're certainly going to be up there as one of the favourites and uh, um, for Kilsyth to go down to Mabel and get a point, because again, they've been itchy peachy as well this season, um, I need to stop saying that, it's about three times I've said that <laughs> Uh, no, good point. A good point for Carlo. He'll be happy with it. Absolutely. Third division, we'll get into that. Probably the result of the weekend across the West, in my opinion. Ardrossan, they've been in such a good win and run. They were obviously, they're still top of the league, to be fair. But Luger, a massive 4-2, 4-2 away victory over Ardrossan. Ends Ardrossan's win and run. But Luger will look at that. Luger will be delighted with that. Just to go there, to go to a team in terrific form. When Luger have been kind of struggling, I know they won that. They got a big result last weekend, but to go to the league leaders and pick up a four-two-one Mitchell Ewan with a double as well—that's yeah. I don't think it gets any better than that for for the management team. No, it's a brilliant result. Um, and I was talking to Jamie, who's a, a coach at Ardrossan, um, and by all accounts, it just looks like they never turned up, and Luger did. And he's like, I think there's a bit of false position there with Luger. Um, in terms of league, they've got a, he says because they've got a lot of a lot of decent players. They had a really bad run and I think I think and, you're right. And that, and it's just that run they were in. Yeah. Um so yeah, I agree, Scott. I think that's been the result of the day for, for that league especially. Um and uh, we've got them in the cup next week. So mm-hmm. 
that's also why I was talking to Jamie to get a wee bit of info on them. But, um, but I'm here, it's got to be a tough game. So Yeah, absolutely. Massive, <clears> another kind of massive result in that, that league as well. Kaluk going to uh, Lanark and winning 3-2. I mean, Kaluk, what a massive three points is for them. And again, just they they were in a they were in an okay run. They'd won two games in a row, then they lost three. But to go to Lanark, who have been in, they will fancy themselves to be to be challenging for the title. And obviously they're in that mix as well. That's some result for Kaluk. But a win result because I think they have a tough start this season, Kaluk, can't they? And then they've just mm-hmm. picked up results um here or there and going away to Lanark and getting a, a three twos. But I went for them. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Lanark Absolutely. will be disappointed though. They'll be really disappointed because I think they were doing well the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they've kind of well, they were they're, they're still in the max. Obviously, there's a there's a lot of the first seven in that league are, are only kind of separated by six points, and obviously they've all got to play each other. So it's a a massive kind of a massive few weeks ahead because I think there's a couple of them play against each other in the next couple of weeks. Next result I want to touch on: Lark call six, East Kilbride Thistle one. Lark call obviously go go to within a point of Ross and Taylor Scott with a double, but. The thing with Lark Hall that always gets me is they always seem to they've got goals spread across the team. It's never like a six one victory. Like there's there's never a, a player scoring four or scoring like it's always there's always a mixture of goal scorers and I think that shows you a good kind of team spirit and a good they've all got right. a, a desperation to get on the score sheet. Yep, signing a good team as you said, Scott. Um and, and they're strong at home, Lark Hall. Um and uh as is taking out at East Kilbride, I think. I don't know if he's still there, but I think that wee honeymoon period that he's had is is kind of gone by because I think he got a couple of results in his first couple of um, yeah. games in charge, and Obviously then it's... Aaron Aaron's got a job on a permanent basis, so it's as you go to a permanent basis, it's yeah. a difficult one for Aaron because obviously the the thing we the thing we school bride is there's a lot of kind of big personalities there. They're all really good players, but it's it's difficult with your first job in management when you've got all those kind of big characters and yeah, getting yeah. them all getting them all singing off your hymn sheet. It's going to be tough and. Again, a, a result like that is never good for team cohesion. Exactly. You know, going to that call, you might expect, might know, if we get beat today, it's not the worst thing because they're going well. Um, but it's a sore, sore scoreline. Yeah, absolutely. Next result, I want to talk about Vela Clyde, a 5-0 win over Fenar. Vela Clyde, we obviously had Colin on a few weeks ago and I said to him, like, like you have a, you're going real under the radar here because... They're scoring a lot of goals. I mean, you look at that. They've only lost nine goals this season. They're, I think they're joint with Irvin Vicks for, for goals conceded and they're scoring as well. And goal difference could be massive in this league. And as I say, they're, they're not stopping. They're scoring goals. Paul Donahue and our double. Good player. Bela Clyde are a really, really, are a team to take really seriously in this league. Aye, and I seen them against Ashfield in the Cup uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, and we beat them by uh, the, a last minute penalty. Um and again it was one of those when I when I seen the squad turn up and I'm looking them warm up and I'm seeing big McDevitt there and you know a big Turner. I've seen they've got bags of experience in there as well. This will be another tough game. The boy Donna here was excellent. Yeah. Um and uh for that for that mugs that they're, they're, no, no. they're a strong side and and that's a pasting, you know what I mean? And and Philip Cloud will be happy with that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Massive result for them. Arvin Vex, it was a difficult couple of weeks. Obviously, the situation with Franny was was weird. I think there's a, a the Twitter was weird the past couple of weeks, and a a guy came up from nowhere and was beginning to interview everybody in the West. I don't know if you've seen that, but it was no. it was slightly amusing. Yeah, the guy I can't even remember his name, but he was saying like he was coming to meet Franny and ask a tell all interview about why he left. But Arvin okay. Vex has been a difficult couple of weeks. Obviously, Dougie's away, and I think Dougie's away for an operation or something. Like I'm wishing him all the best with that. But they got a 3-1 three, three, win away to Port Glasgow. 
Four Glasgow been a big a decent run the past few weeks and Savarese with a double for Irvin Vicks. It's a massive three points, especially just with how kind of weird things have been the past couple of weeks for them. Uh, Stevie will be on, he'll be he'll be really disappointed with that, especially at home. Um and but you mentioned the lad Savarese. I think he was at Bells Hill before. I think he was, um, yeah. Um great striker. Um and uh, scores a lot of goals. I mean, it'd be at Peasy as well, if, if memory serves me right. Um, he's been about, uh, he's... Good, good striker. So when you go up something like that, then you're, 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 you're only a chance of a winner. Then, and that's a fantastic result going down to Port. Because um, you know somebody signing, Stevie's done there um, recently with Big Key and what have you. So. Miss it. I said, Argyle McCoy's obviously completed his, his permanent signing. That was a, uh-huh. a big, it's a big signing for him as well. Obviously, he's been doing really well as a trialist to get him tied up is massive for Stevie. Massive, obviously. And I think with Port Glasgow as well, I think they are, I think they're maybe in a false position as well because they've had a difficult run. I think there's a lot of teams in that league who are, are just two or three wins away for getting a real kind of. Yeah, I think he, I think he had about three or four wins in a row, and then he drew down at Vale leaving, and then obviously they've got the, they've lost that game. So that's why I think Stevie would be disappointed. He would have wanted yeah. to, and that, that if you really want to kick on to get to second or third up there, you'd want to get a six seven wins. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, about. Absolutely, big result for Kelo as well. A, a Greg Richmond last minute goal secured a, a huge. This will be probably a huge three two home win over Royal Albert. Royal Albert did not make it easy for Kelo, and again Kelo will probably look back at this at the end of the season if they do can I, if they do, if they are in the mix for promotion they'll look at this as a massive three points. Well I'm gutted for Royal but it's also yeah. my first my first ever junior team and um I think they were winning two 0 at one point and uh, they've, they've kind of threw it away haven't they as you said and then Kello scored in the last minute because going yeah. down to Kello we went down there on a Wednesday night last last year Scott a Wednesday night so you can you can imagine my text message to Kenny. <laughs> A Wednesday night, um, uh, and we actually won three two, and I think we scored in the last two three minutes in that game, um, and it's a very difficult place to go, um, so you know, the Albert will be disappointed to being being two 0 up, and I got a chance because I don't I don't think they've they've won many games this season, yeah, um, and threw it away. Yeah, it's it'll be it'll be a real sore one as well. Massive one for New Mains as well, a four one one over Salt Coast. Callum holding with a double. Two teams that obviously sitting at the kind of the bottom of the table, they'll. Both sides will be looking at this as, as three points is a must. And New Mains, obviously, a big result for them, a 4-1 victory. And it takes them, they're still sitting bottom, but obviously just that three points and getting getting into a positive position, obviously, because they had the points for deducted for the ineligible player thing. It oh, gets did they? Them, aye, they, they were sitting in minus two, and now they've they've won two out of the last three, and they're sitting in four points. So they'll be okay. they'll be delighted with that. They'll be absolutely thrilled with their performance on Saturday. I think yeah, I think you're right. It's your back to back wins, as you said, of one. One two out of the last three. Aye, brilliant. Um, and uh, I think they went behind in that game mm-hmm. as well. I think Salcoats were one up. Um, and Salcoats also, I think, were coming back off a good result. Um, at home to Luger, I believe. Mm-hmm. Might be wrong. Um, so yeah, great result for Newmans. Not only just to go and win, but win comfortably. Absolutely massive result. Final game in that division. Vela leaving one. Garvin one. Two sides kind of struggling for form. Vela leaving are now winless in six. Garvin, the, the thing with Garvin is obviously they've had the change of manager and things like that, but they haven't really picked up under Robert. And I, I kind of feel for him because obviously he's came for the, the Ayrshire amateur scene and he's he's went into that job. And I think it's it's going to take him a bit of time to really get to grips with 
with that division because it's it's a big it's a big division, especially you need to get results quickly to, to be a chance of this league because yeah. there's a lot of teams above them winning and winning well. I don't know what the expectations will be with Robert taking that job on now, but I, th- I certainly think um, he's going to need a wee bit of time because of where the team were and where the uh, club yeah. is sitting, you know what I mean? So, um, <clears throat> But that will come. Governor a good set-up. Um, but I think they'll even, they'll be disappointed. Brian will be frustrated because I think, although they've no one in six, I think there's a few draws in there. Um, and, it's, and it's painful when you're having a wee run of draws where you can easily turn, turn any of them into a win. So, You'll be you'll be frustrated. Yeah, absolutely. We'll move into the fourth division. Cool South Athletic keep there. They're now the only unbeaten team in the the west of Scotland. They're ten straight one. We obviously spoke to Bailey a few weeks ago, and I was so impressed with them. And again, it's it's that that division's actually a really really tough division, and to win your first ten games, it's an unbelievable achievement. And they, they had to do it. They had to dig deep. They were three 0 up in Rossville Academy, got two late goals, and it was a it was tight for Cool South, but they got the job done and. They're now in a really good position in that league. They're now six points clear of West Park. Well, I, I mean, that's a, that's a good gap between West Park because I really fancy West Park this year. Um, and uh, you've also, I think, three even St. Peter's are probably yeah. two other sides that are going to be really, really strong and their form's doing, uh, is pretty decent. So to keep grinding out wins is all you can do. Um, and uh, yeah, fair play to Kulsaif. They're, they're a little bit of a um, a utopian story right now. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely, really good position they're sitting in. Eglinton ended a four-match losing run, a four, massive four-three, t- a really tight contest, a four-three victory over Glenvale. Sean and Liam Davis both getting doubles. Eglinton as well, obviously coming. It's it's been a it's been obviously been a difficult start for Eglinton, but they've um, that's a massive three points, a massive three points at home. And Glenvale have been struggling there now, and I think they've lost the last seven. Yep. But Eglinton will be that'll be a huge three points, and especially fighting hard to get it. Yeah, and I think they've got a big game this weekend. Eglinton, if correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. I think they've got, you know, a big cup game. I can't mind, so it will set them up for that. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're. I see maybe it might be Clyde Bank they're playing. And they were really unlucky last week as well. Like when they lost, I think they lost five forty to Thorn. That's right. Like it's yeah. they're, they're scoring goals. It's just they're they're conceding as well, but. Back to the points for Eglinton. St Peter's, they're obviously they've obviously kept a really good run going in the past few weeks. A one 0 win over Campbelltown at home. Uh, Thomas Haggerty's scoring again, really good run. He's on. Yep, yep. St Peter's are doing really well actually in that league, and I think a lot of people, I think, were probably the, the two of us probably agree on this that we all we both fancied Colsaith, West Park, and three to be the top three. But St Peter's are they they are in with a chance of really kind of getting in between those three. Yep, as I said, grind out results. I think Campbelltown can be a wee bit hot and cold at times as well, and they're they're now they're now used to the setup. I think the first season was was always going to be difficult, but they're now used to the whole setup and schedule that they've got, and obviously a lot of travelling back and forth. But um, St Peter's just you know grinding out a three points against them will be um, they'll be really really happy with that and keeping their good form going. Um, yeah, absolutely. Eglinton, Eglinton do host quite bank. That'll be a massive occasion for the club as well. That's, that's what that's what the West can do as well. A team that in a really good run, the final game we'll talk about in the, the fourth division, Thorn Athletic, a 2-1 win away to Harmony Row, McDougall and Martin with the goals. Thorn have actually been in a really good run as of late. They've got some good cup wins in there and they're, they've won the last four in the league and they're now, they're now sitting quite well in that league. Yeah, and I kind of I keep mentioning Ashfield, but again, they, we played them in the cup um, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago and 
it will look too null comfortable in the paper, but it was far from it. They yeah. were a, a really good side, very stuffy, and um, made it very, very difficult for Ashfield that day. Um, so it's no surprise that they're doing well. That's another team, you know, I'd probably put them in there as the top four, top five teams in that league. Um, so big three points for them. Yeah, absolutely. We'll just run through a couple of the results in the, the West of Scotland Cup. Greenock nil, Benbar 4, Cumberland 4, Dorai 0, Bells Hill 1, Cole 1 and 7. And Glasgow Uni won, Nielsen won, and Nielsen won that game on penalties. What caught your eye on that, those four games? Um, I don't think anything's been a surprise here. Um, I think um, you know, it's a heavy defeat for Bell Sol because they had a fantastic result in the Scottish against Maryhill. Um so hopefully they're not too disheartened with that. Um, but I think the other game the other results are probably expected in that sense. Um yeah. fair play to Glasgow Uni taking Nielsen to penalties because Nielsen are very good side. Yeah, absolutely. We do have some action during the week in the the west of Scotland this weekend. I'll just uh, this week, sorry. I'll just go through them. Tuesday we've got Ar- in the Premier Division, Arvin play Rob Arvin Meadow play Rob Roy. First division, Rossville play Bonneton. We've got a lot of games on Wednesday as well. I'll just go through them here. We'll just on the Premier Division, we have gone Afton versus Hurlford, Kowanin play Auchinleck, Darville play Largs, and Cumnock play Pollock. First Division, Gartcairn host Blantyre and Rutherglen play Nielston. We've also got Ben Burb against Shorts in the First Division. Second Division, Renfrew host Yoker Athletic. And we've got a Third Division game as well for Nart, play Bells Hill. What game, what's, which are you going to take in one of those games during the week? Well, I might jump down to Meda then, knowing that um, Rob Roy are going down there. Um, but um, I think, as you said at the start of the show, it'll be interesting to see how Cumnock and Pollock go, Pollock are yeah. looking for a big reaction, you know, um, fantastic win in this, the Senior Scottish Cup a couple of weeks ago, that's a little bit of a setback um, against Meda, so they'll look to bounce back, I think the Blantyre game sounds that a tasty one. a good game actually, Gartcare against Blantyre as well, yeah. even Rossville versus Bonnet, and I know it's at the bottom of the league, but that could be big for, like Rossville, it could be a big massive team. chance for them to get a victory on the board, but Bonnet as well, they're building up in a, they're building in a, a decent run, there's a lot of good games on there. If you're if you're going to a game, let us know. Send us your photos in. Let us let us know if you're at a game because it's a it's a great weekend for it. I think we're going to get the weather. I think it's going to be classic Scottish winter weather of bucketing down, which it has done constantly. But as I say, the West it's it's given us some really entertaining action over the past past few days, and it's been a pleasure to get through it with you, Paul. Thank you very much for coming on, and best of luck for what you're doing at Ashfield. It's a real pleasure to, to talk to you about it, and we're wishing all your best with it. More than welcome, Scott. Thanks, bud. Thank you very much. Thank sure. you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please follow our social media channels for consistent West of Scotland football content and also our podcast and YouTube channels. Got a lot of Scottish football stuff going out this week, so stay tuned for that. Thanks very much, everyone. See you soon. Cheers. 